0: MLB, DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, April 9th edition. We have a 10-game slate on tap. There's a couple early games that we will not break down. We have 10 solid games to look at. Hopefully everybody had a good week and enjoyed the Masters and baseball and whatever else you did. Lots of good stuff going on. Uh, Let's talk totals on this slate. Braves, Nats, 7.5. Reds, Phillies, 8.5. Brewers Cardinals 8, Blue Jays Orioles 8.5, Mets Marlins 7.5, waiting on the Angels and the Rangers as Doug Pfister is coming to the Rangers. Astros Twins 8.5, Mariners Royals 8, Padres Rockies 10, D-backs Gigantes 8. So some good-looking totals there, some 8s and belows on more than half the slate. Uh, Weather, knock on wood, shouldn't be an issue like Toronto-Baltimore you got some rain coming in later, Cincinnati, Philadelphia, rain later, wind blowing out to right field in Philly, which there's a lot to like in that one. you got Atlanta, Washington, some slight rain chances. Um, Angels, Rangers, wind blowing out hard to right field. Houston, Minnesota, wind blowing out to right field, and it's actually warmer. It's in the 50s and 60s in Minnesota instead of snowing. And then you have the Giants and the D-backs, wind blowing out to center in San Francisco. Um Yes, we have Coors in action tonight, and that's that total of 10. The next closest total is Reds, Phillies, Blue Jays, Orioles, and Astros twins are at 8.5. So lots of pitching to pick from tonight. Uh, you're going to see a ton of Coors stacks, a ton of them, and because you have some cheaper pitching you can mix in with. So it's one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't nights, which unfortunately. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. But um everything's lining up to be very interesting. But we shall see. Let's break it down. You got three pitchers over ten thousand dollars, actually over eleven seven. Max Scherzer, twelve six, so Noah Sundergaard twelve three, Justin Verlander eleven seven. 7 Scherzer at home against the Atlanta Braves. Big history against the Braves. Braves are actually a team that's hit him decently in the past. Uh, he faced him in his first start this year where he went five innings, six hits, five runs, but only two were earned to give up a long ball, struck out seven. Got just 16.5 DraftKings points. Not ideal. Came back and pitched really well at Cincinnati. But we know Scherzer will get the home run from time to time. Struggles against lefties. Pitches better on the road than at home. At 12-6, he's in play against Atlanta. But it's not as comfortable as you'd like at 12-6. You got Noah Sendergaard facing the Miami Marlins. Noah, um, he went four innings in his last start. Four hits, two earns, seven Ks against uh, the Phillies. Kind of odd to only go... Uh, four innings, 30 92 pitches. His first started through 85 where he got you 26 points against St. Louis. So an interesting, you know, didn't go deep start for Thor. Something to think about. But Miami's offense, you know, not the best in the world. They've been better than many expected. But um, and I mentioned it on Around the Basis pot our season preview, that I took their team total over, the Marlins, because they're not going to be great, but they're better than people think. So just keep that in mind at 12-3. The guy I like the most in this threesome is Justin Verlander at the Minnesota Pens. Yes, Target Field does play better to hitters than it used to, but uh, you got Verlander. You're getting the discount of 900 bucks on Max, on uh, 600 bucks on Thor. He's coming off five and two thirds, three or nine Ks against Baltimore. Prior to that, six shutout, five Ks against Texas. He's uh, averaging almost 22 points a game. He's got 20 plus in both starts. Something to really like there, and you get that savings I mentioned. So, I do like Verlander the most in this group. He's also got the most consistent, you know, he'll go deeper into games than most the guys most of the time. He knows this Minnesota team, at least most of the teams because he's pitched in Detroit for so long. Um, there's a lot to like here with Verlander, the familiarity and all that good stuff. So, I got Verlander 1, Scherzer 2, Sindergaard 3 up top. They're all great aces, you know, not much to not like at all, but uh, if, you, if you have to be picky, Verlander, Scherzer, Syndergaard for me But then you drop down This is a guy I could see being a little chalky For people that want to spend up a little bit at pitcher And still save money for Some Coors action is Zach Godley Godley's got great stuff We knew it coming into the year He had a phenomenal kind of breakout season One could say last season And he had a great start against the Dodgers at home at Chase Field 7 innings, 4 hits, 1 earned 3 Ks but 11 ground balls To 5 fly balls I really keep an eye on that Almost 21 DraftKings points there. Now it goes to the Giants. Our faces the Giants, who's you know offense is better than it was supposed to be, which is expected, or better than last year, I guess I should say, which was expected. Um, still not world beaters by any means. Still you're pitching in 18T Park, the best pitcher's ballpark, or one up in all of baseball. And he's 9,800 bucks going up against Zach, uh, going up against Derek Holland. So you got Golly will be a, a small favorite in this matchup. Almost 26% K rate. Uh, I remember that I mentioned that ground ball rate already, which is outstanding. You're facing a Giants team with a total below four at three nine. Lefties two eighty two, righties two eighty two. versus Godley, so definitely something to keep in mind when you look at that matchup there. Um, Godley could be a very very nice option at ninety hundred bucks. I have no problem starting your roster, your pitching part at least with Zach Godley. So there's a lot of pitching on this slate as as mentioned, and Godley definitely is near the top. Uh, we're going on to Dylan Bundy. 8100 bucks. The man has been dealing for us this year. And he goes home to face the Toronto Blue Jays. Dylan Bundy, he's given up one run in 13 innings pitch this year, 15Ks in those 13 innings as at Houston and again at home against Minnesota. So two teams that have some power, averaging almost twenty five DraftKings points per start, throwing his slider like a madman. I was reading Josh Cole's article last night the 10 things ten surprising things for the slate. And he's throwing his slider almost 26% of the time. Uh, ball's in play 5 to 6% of the time. His strikeout rate's going up because of it. There's a lot to like there with Dylan Bundy as he keeps his pitch mix mixed up, which is what we like to see. Um, the Toronto Blue Jays, surprisingly, have, are one of the best, if not the best, team against right-handed pitching to start the season. Sure, small sample, two weeks into the year. So if they take it with a grain of salt. But we know they have power in that lineup. But the fact they're doing it against right-handed pitching is pretty impressive. They have an over 200 ISO... Um, and Woba, I believe, so something to keep an eye on there when it comes to the Toronto Blue Jays in that ballpark. There's going to be some potency against Dylan Bundy, but at the same time, for 8100 bucks, the strikeouts are huge. Um, if people don't start with Godley for the Coors Stacks, you can start with Bundy and go down here. There's a couple other low-priced guys I don't mind. There's a lot of ways to get Coors in your lineup tonight, so I'm trying to say it. and Dylan Bundy could definitely be a point. And I guess what we'll reiterate later is Taking one of those top three—Scherzer, sure Syndergaard, Verlander—you might not be able to do a full Coors stack. You might be able to get a couple players or something. But a, there's some other games we can definitely target. And b, you're all—I think you'll already differentiate yourself from a lot of the field because people will be saving for Coors. Let's go down to the seven K and below. So in that eight and nine range, I got Zach Godley one, Dylan Bundy two. That's pretty, pretty clear cut for me. But nothing taken away from Dylan Bundy—that's for sure. Let's get down to the 7K and below. Jacob Junis, $7,000 for the Kansas City Royals. He's at home against the Seattle Mariners. Uh, Seattle's not horrible, but by, by no means are they playing great to start the year. And Junis, phenomenal first start at Detroit, 7. innings, three hits, nowhere in 6Ks. Really, really good stuff there, almost 30 DraftKings points. Now, do you expect him to be that good every time? No, but he has really, really good stuff. He's uh, We've seen it the last year or so as he's developed that this could be coming, and I know I can see long drafts. He was a very late target in, in deeper leagues. And in deeper leagues, he was, if he wasn't drafted, he was picked up for some pretty good fab money early on. So that's the guy to keep an eye on. Jacob Junis at 7K against that Seattle Mariners offense that um, won't be world beaters. They have a team total of 3.97. It's just barely above the Twins versus Verlander. Lefty's 328, righty's 301 off Junis. So there are a couple little... Little wrinkles there for Seattle, but not a ton. There's a lot to like there with Junis in that ballpark in Kansas City. Um, he's got the slow, low, hard contact ground ball rate about 40%. So 7K, definite upside here. Another guy we'll go to, and I'll keep going to this as well. And at, at this price, it's one of those if he busts, he busts. But at 6700 bucks, again, Garrett Richards. This guy is very, very good. Um you know, the first game of the year he gave it four runs on seven hits. I mentioned it the last time he's we broke him down. He had two outs and he gives up a hanger to Chris Davis. If he doesn't do that, he has a phenomenal start there. So he goes out against a very good Cleveland team at home. Five and two thirds. He gave up one home run, two earned walks have always been an issue. He had four walks. We had nine Ks, six ground balls and two fly balls. Twenty seven points. This is a guy that's very, very, very good. That's not the concern. You're facing a Texas team. That yes. Does have pop. Yes, we mentioned the wind's blowing out to right field in Texas. That is not like the, the happiest thing in the world. But lefties hit 272, righty's 247 off Garrett Richards. This guy's really, really, really good. Um, Blow-up could happen in that ballpark. That's the only thing. The um, Right now the Rangers are striking out 22% of the time versus right-handed pitching. And he he's on the season striking out about 25.5 that he faces with a ground ball rate close to 54%. I like Richards at this price. Like I said, I'll probably go to them... Almost on the regular at this price. It's just, it's tough to pass up the upside with him. We saw it the last time out. And more often than not this year, you'll get that upside. Maybe not today because it's just tough. Texas will play a lot like Coors on certain days, especially when it gets hotter. You got wind blowing out like this. So it's a place to target bats. Same time, you can differentiate yourself with Richards. At the same time, also, I know it seems bad to say over and over again, at his price tag, he could be extremely chalky to get Coors in. Like I wouldn't be shocked if you saw a Jacob Junis, Garrett Richards lineup and you can fit all the bats you possibly want in there. So there's different ways to break this uh, down pitching wise. That's why I keep saying if you go up, you're going to differentiate yourself and then we'll find value elsewhere. There will be value to be had. A couple other options to look at down below. Uh, you got like Marco Gonzalez of the Seattle Mariners at the Royals. The Royals, very, very bad offense. That's not rocket science. Um Gonzalez was good, not great. At six and a third, three here and get two homers. Only struck out two. Good ground ball to fly ball. Got you 13 points. He's 6,200 bucks. 13 points, you'd be happy at 6,200 bucks. Again, this could be another big-time course field target um, with Gonzalez at 6,200. Don't hate that at all. He's um, facing a, a Royals team that doesn't strike out a ton this year, only 17%, but Gonzalez... Showing the goods out there, as we mentioned, and the Royals team totals only four. It's very, very low. Um, lefties have hit 366, righties 392 in a very, very small sample in his career. But um, at that price tag of 62, there is some upside against the Royals. Last but not least, uh, if you follow Bat Flip Crazy on uh, Twitter, he gives out a ton of great info on all kinds of players, hitters, pitchers, the works. Really digs deep into stats and tweets them out all day, every day. Um, Jose Urania, 5,600. This is the guy even last year when he was cheap, it was like that GPP dart because he'd either get blown up or he'd pitch really, really well and earn you a ton of value. And that's what he's done in his two starts this year. On opening day against the Cubs, he barely got out of the first inning. He made it four innings here at earned 4.8 draftings points. So what happens? He pitches against Boston at home for 4,900 bucks, seven innings, four hits, one earned, seven Ks, 24.8 draftings points. That's Jose Urania in a nutshell. It's what he does because he's got a really good slide piece, good movement on his pitches, but his location and his consistency can be bad. He's either wild or he's just hanging pitches or he's pitching phenomenal. Which one are you going to get? I don't know. But at 5600 bucks, facing a Mets team that has a team total of 4.3, which is like eighth or ninth on the slate, lefties hitting 329, righties 309. So there's a few lefties. They're Conforto as Drew Bull, uh, Bruce, and some others. So there, there is a threat. Again, $5,600. The Mets do strike out 20% of the time versus righties. It's a gamble, but there is some definite upside in this matchup uh, at that price tag. So 7K and below. you got Garrett Richards, 1 for me. Jake June is 2. Jose Urania 3. Marco Gonzalez, 4. There's a lot you could do down here, and this is why I think Coors will be pretty easy for people to – to get involved, and this is why again, you might want to pick pay up for pitching. <clears throat> Recapping your pitching real quick: <clears throat> Scherzer or up top, Verlander, Scherzer, Syndergaard in the middle, godly Bundy down below, Garrett Richards, Jake Junis, Jose Urania, and Marco Gonzalez. Let me talk to you real quick about draft guys. I'm telling you, it's been a blast to start out the year. It's been you, you use your knowledge, you learn from Quick Hits, you go and set your rankings, and then you draft, and you get creative. Um, you go to PlayDraft on your app store or on uh, PlayDraft.com, it is a great, great deal. You use promo code SD Sports will get you in to a free $3 tournament on your first deposit, and if you don't like it, they'll refund you up to 100 bucks. There's so much you like. there. Drafts take less than five minutes. You draft that day and you're done. You don't worry about it. You can late swap if someone gets in, uh, scratched. Uh, they have head-to-heads, three-man, six-man, ten-man. They have all price ranges. They have dream teams. They have so many cool ways to play. It's worth checking out and it's super fun, super easy. And you know it doesn't have the, the massive paydays that DraftKings has. They're, they're relatively priced. Unless you play the the tournaments, if you win one day, you advance the next, so on and so forth. They're three, four, five day tournaments, and they're pretty solid stuff there as well. So check it out. If you have any questions, let me know. But like I said, preset your rankings and 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 look really deep in the player pool because most people you draft against just take the next best thing on top. It's like you know some of your home fantasy leagues were oh next next best available player let's take them. Whereas you know some days there's guys. Yesterday Goldschmidt was like the. 60th player down the list. I know he didn't do great, but just you'll see players like that all the time. Like I'll go and get DD Gregorius. He's been low all the time. I had Brett Gardner yesterday. He was like the 30th or 40th outfield option on the board. And he got you double digit points. There's a lot of ways to make it happen. Uh, but check it out. Again, draft in your app store, draft.com. Use promo code SD Sports when you make your first deposit to get entry into a free $3 tournament. With that being said, let's get into the bats for your... Um, 10 game slate and we'll start with the catcher's position as always you got chris Ionetta in coors against garrett richards at 4,000. that's if you're playing coors that's a great get with chris ianetta uh, richards is a ground ball guy so it's interesting to see how this will work i always say it if he's locating his pitches you're good to go but uh, if he's not that ball's going to fly a lot in coors field so i at 4k is in play then you dip down um Yadi Molina at 35 versus Chassin is probably the next highest priced guy I really like a lot. When we get to BVP, he's got a little bit of decent history and he's gotten off to a really good start to the year, averaging almost nine points per game. And, you know, when you play other sports, you want to project set of points, you're like a five X value in DraftKings, To me, you're wanting, obviously you want more for the guys you pay up higher, but you want five plus points from each guy and hopefully double digits from each guy to really cash big. But, you, know, you look at a guy like Yachty, he's had five or more points in every game this year. Every single game he's played. So, very, very consistent, 3,500. I do like some Yachty tonight if you're not going Ayaneta. The farther down you go, you got Austin Hedges and Coors against John Gray at 3,200 bucks. Hedges off to a really good start to the year. When you look at uh, John Gray, he's facing the uh, Padres who tracks out 26% of the time. And the Padres team total. Uh, Is 4-5, lefties 301, righties 310. Colorado's team total is 5-5, lefties 299, righties 373 off Clayton Richards. So Hedges is in play at 32, mainly because Coors is Coors. Then you go down, and it's not nearly as good as you'd like. Uh, if maybe Martin Waldonado at 29 versus Fister, if you want to go that route. Uh, Kevin Plowecki versus Urania at 29 is not horrible at all. A guy like uh, Caleb Joseph at twenty hundred versus uh, J.A. Happ. Happ's been hit and miss this year. You got a Baltimore team with a 4 3 total. It's like the seventh on the slate. Lefties 256. Uh, lefties 230. Righties 323 against J.A. Happ. So there is some pop to like there. Joseph hits lefties decently. 2,800 bucks could be in play for you. Um, Tucker Barnhart at twenty hundred versus Blake Lively. Or Ben Lively. I was him Blake. Ben Lively. Um. Cincinnati's got a, a good look tonight in this one. A, f- a total around four for the T total. Lefties, 364. Righties, 317. Again, wind blowing out in Philly. Watch for the slight, slight rain, but still wind blowing out. You can get to a guy like Ben Lively. And uh, Tucker Barnard at 2800 bucks. It's definitely in play there. Pedro Severino, 27 versus Teheron. I like him more versus lefties than righties, but he's been hitting really well since he's got kind of the everyday roller. So keep an eye on uh, Severino at 27. And then I know there was one other. If, if Andrew Knapp gets the start for Philly facing Cody Reed, um, the Phillies team total is 4 4 3. The lefty Reed has just gotten beaten up in his career. One of the worst ever versus right handed bats. Lefty's at 256, righty's 367. So a guy like if Alfaro or Knapp at 2600, these are some cheap catching options for you to uh, attack in this matchup. Other than that, the last one I mentioned is like Jeff Mathis. If he catches for Arizona against the lefty, Holland, at 23, he can be cheap. So you definitely have some sub-three guys you could look at here. Barnhart, probably one of my more favorite ones. At the first base position, you got Desmond against Clayton Richards and Coors at 53. That's a solid play. Desmond does hit lefties extremely well. Uh, Goldie versus Derek Holland at 48 is not bad at all. It is San Francisco, though, so be careful. But a guy like Carlos Santana for Philadelphia switch hitting just mentioned how righties have been crushing uh, Reed, Carlos Santana at 4,700, in a good spot in that matchup for sure. Freddie Freeman, he's had some decent success for Scherzer, he's 46 if you want to be contrarian. And then you drop down to guys like Joey Gallo, if you are fading Clayton Richards, Gallo at 44 went deep again yesterday, mentioned how the wind's blowing out to right field, um, lefties 272 righties 247 off Richards if you want to take the gamble Gallo's first base outfield eligible 44 could be a sneaky nice play here's your discount the visiting team discount at Coors Field Eric Hosmer yes has not gotten out to the best season Um, and yes John Gray is a very good pitcher he actually pitched well at home in his career but you're getting a Coors Field Field bat that's career wise decent at 4300 bucks that's not bad and the fact that he's 4300 bucks makes my next guy one of my favorite plays. And he's priced right next to him. Should get overlooked. Yes, he's having a slow start to the year. I don't care. He's one of the best hitters to ever play the game. And he's in Citizens Bank Park against Lively. Joey Votto is $4,200. That is too cheap. Too cheap. So Votto at forty two is uh, outstanding. And that's where you can pivot off of a Coors play and definitely have some ownership upside there. Dip down to guys like Louis Valbuena versus Doug Fister Targeting the Angels today is going to be very, very nice because we know more often than not Fister gets fisted, but not always. But right, he's 280, left, he's 358 off Fister So Valbuena at 35, he's first base, third base eligible with that pop in that lineup. You go down to guys like Jose Martinez versus Julis Chacin Martinez, 3,400 bucks. He's very hit and miss this year. He either blows up or he doesn't do much at all. When you look at the cards, totals around 425. Lefties, 344. Righties, 277 off Chasin. So, yeah, you prefer the lefties, but Jose Martinez could be in a good spot in that matchup at 34. First base outfield eligible. If Ryan McMahon cracks the lineup for Colorado, which has been a big if all season, he's first base, second base eligible at 34 versus Clayton Richards. Definitely got to keep an eye on there. Trey Mancini, 3200 versus a- 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 J.A. Hap. He's uh, first base outfield eligible. Uh, 5, 10, 6, 13. Those are his last four games. Points-wise, he's so starting to get it done. He's only 3,200. He's been hitting towards the top of the order as well. Another guy to keep an eye on in that matchup. Other than that, if Matt Adams cracks the lineup at 3K, could be a punt versus Taher First base outfield eligible. Don't hate that at all. A uh, guy like Brandon Belt, 3K versus Godley. Lomo at 3K versus Verlander. Not ideal, but he's there. And Dan Vogelbach. $2,800. bucks. he has been playing pretty darn well. Uh, he's a left handed bat versus uh, our boy Junis, uh, He had zero points yesterday, but prior to that, 10 10, uh, 0 0. So he's, he's basically he's made four starts now and he's got 0, 10, 10, 0. But 2800 bucks. Decent uh, decent stuff there for Volgo Bach as a massive punt at $2,800. bucks. 2nd base position, you got Altuve as always in play. DJ LeMahieu and Coors at five K is not bad. Uh, if you want to be contrarian, you got Dozier versus Verlander, but that's a ballsy move. Uh, Robbie Cano at forty four hundred, not bad at all versus Junis. I can definitely take a look at that. He's averaging almost ten points as a DraftKings start. Thirteen points yesterday, so Robbie Cano at forty four in play versus Jacob Junis. Uh, Young Harris Salarte at thirty nine hundred versus Bundy's is very intriguing. But you go to a guy like Chris Owings, second base outfield eligible. 3800 bucks for Derek Holland. Uh, definitely like that. Usually hits about fifth in that D-backs lineup against Holland. He's off to a tear this year. 5-7, 17-12, 3-20, 3-16. Those are his DraftKings points. He's playing very, very well. Middle of that order, $3,800 Second base outfield eligible. Ozzie Albies, 37 versus Scherzer. Uh, if you want to be contrarian as well. Go down a little farther. Jonathan Scope, thirty four hundred bucks, one of the best hitters in baseball versus left-handed pitching. And J.A. Happ's not a bad pitcher by any means. Don't get me wrong, but uh, Scope definitely has that pop. He's gotten off to an extremely bad start to the season, so be careful there. But big-time pop. Ryan McMahon, thirty four versus Richard. Talked about him already. First base, second base eligible. Another great play. These Phillies are cheap. Um, well, first you got Whit Merrifield versus the lefty Gonzalez at thirty three. Merrill that's left, these very, very well. But Scott Kingery, second base, third base eligible. 3,300 versus Reed. Make sure he's in the lineup, of course, but he makes for a great spot in that one if he cracks the bill at 3,300 bucks versus Reed. After Kingery, we look down like Derek Dietrich, 33, if you want to punt versus as uh, Drupal Cabrera is only 33 versus Jose Urena, so that's nice and cheap in that matchup. Uh, he had 21 points yesterday as he went deep. against Washington. back-to-back double digits, 21 and 12. Uh, one that is kind of nice price-wise. You know, you could put Kingery at third base if you wanted to or don't use him at all. But a guy like Scooter Jeanette, we talked about lefties versus lively. Scooter Jeanette's only 3200 bucks. Been hitting in the middle of that Cincinnati lineup. You know, he's off to an okay start, but rather slow. Good matchup for him here at $3,200. Something to keep an eye on. Ruggio for your home run at 3100 He's always got that home run upside. Other than that, it's kind of bleak compared to normal at second base. Maybe a guy'll stand out here or there when the lineups come out for some value, but you got some decent options, especially in the low threes. Third base, Arenado at 57. He's crushed Richard in his career. Incours, that's just a great play. If you just don't even stack but just have a couple of one offs, is a good one, indeed. Manny Machado at 45 versus Hap, not a bad play at all in that matchup. Uh, when it comes to the O's, I think we already yeah we already mentioned them once. Uh 230. Right, he's 323 off J.A. Hap. So Machado at 45 is worth a look. Uh, Christian Villan- Villanueva of San Diego and Coors is 42. That's interesting pricing. But it is Coors, and that's why. Um, a guy like Mikel Franco. He's actually hitting it right now. He's streaky. And he's streaking. Three points yesterday with a 35 on Saturday and 31 the game before against the Marlins. He's four K going up against Reed, who gets crushed by righty, So Franco could be a very intriguing play at four thousand dollars. Alex Bregman's price is down to thirty nine hundred facing Lance Lynn. Yes, Breggs is off to a very very slow start, hitting a buck eighty four, but an OPS of five forty eight shows there's much much more there for him. So he's thirty nine hundred bucks, someone to keep an eye on. We slide down a little farther. Tim Beckham of the Orioles at thirty six is worth a look. Mentioned Louis Valbuena. Uh, Travis Shaw, 3,500 versus Miles Mikulis. Uh, Milwaukee's getting him again after they saw him last week. So he's definitely someone to keep an eye on there. mentioned Kingry at 33. Uh, if you're not using Richards, Adrian Beltre is still way too cheap. He's 3,200 bucks. He's hit Richards very well in his career. He had seven more points yesterday at 13, 12. Those are his last three games where he was priced at 31, 31, and 32. So is getting no respect, hitting the ball very well. He's 3,200 bucks. It's a tough one to pass up at that price tag. Kyle Seager at 32 versus Jake Junis. Definitely in play down there. He went the pops there. He went, he went yard over the weekend. So stuffed like there at 3,200 with uh, Seager. Danny Valencia of Baltimore. He loves facing him some lefties. He's 2,900 bucks versus J.A. Happ. Uh, Valencia went deep yesterday. His last few games, 20-0-4-7-4. So 2,900 bucks, definite upside in that matchup. Hap. Let's go to the shortstop position. Carlos Correa at 51. Trey Turner 4,700 bucks has value as he's leading off with Adam Eaton out. Um, It's funny since he's got back in the leadoff role 14 and 10. He's being productive nationals. So keep him in mind at 4,700 dollars going up against uh, Julio Tejeron mentioned Machado already, Trevor Story 4400 bucks for Clayton Richards, crushes lefties, so keep him in mind in that matchup mentioned Solarte, Paul DeJong at 38 it's not horrible, against I could definitely see that being a fun one there mentioned Tim Beckham at 36 already uh, Anderson Simmons at 34 versus Doug Fister is a nice value play if you need one there, Dansby Swanson not against Scherzer but he's playing very very well this year Other than that, it's kind of like second base. It's weird the second and short weren't as tasty as they usually are. Like a Brandon Crawford at 27 versus Godley is not horrible. Um, Yeah, other than that, check your lineups. It's pretty bleak out there. Let's head to the outfield where it will be loaded as always. It starts off with Blackman's day today. He's 5,900. Bryce Harper's 58 facing Teheran. Mentioned him last time he faced Tehran. He owns him, he took him deep. Uh, we'll get into BVP, but the owner—it's just crazy what he has done versus Julio on. So you might want to play him a little. If not, though, Reese Hoskins crushing the baseball, fifty-six hundred bucks. Right-handed guy with power versus Reed, as we've talked about over and over. He's been a double-digit machine, almost averaging thirteen DraftKings points per start. So Reese at fifty-six, very much in play. Trout at fifty-five versus Fister, great play. Mentioning Desmond already. Uh, yeah, guys like A.J. Pollock, he's off to a great start, hitting cleanup. He's 4800 bucks. It's lefties very, very well. He's coming off 24 points last night. He's averaging over 12 points. He had 24, 14, 5, 10, 4, 16, 5, 26, 7. Those are his game logs. Very, very productive A.J. Pollock at 4800 bucks. Someone to like there. Always pretty low owned too. Uh, Suspended at 47 is interesting. Joey Gallup, 44, mentioned him already. Um, Shohei Otani, if he gets to start at 42 versus Fister, that's definitely a play man he's doing it all he did it over the weekend against the A's when he was on the mound remarkable absolute filthy it was a pitching clinic and then he goes and hits, and prior to that what three or four homers now and he took Kluber deep he, he's just doing it all so Shohei Otani at 42 if he plays he might get the day off because he pitched yesterday so check that out JJ Reddick at 42 is not bad not JJ Reddick Josh Reddick man it's sorry Monday morning early folks Josh Reddick at forty two, not bad at all. Uh, Justin Upton's only forty one hundred bucks, very much uh, averaging ten points a game. Two points yesterday with twenty one and twenty eight prior to that. Facing Doug Fister in that ballpark, I like Upton a lot. Of forty one hundred, some value in that Angels lineup. Low Kane forty one is not horrible. Michael Conforto, he's back. He's four K and he's facing Jose Urania, so definitely someone to keep in mind there. Seven two and twenty are his three games so far back. And he's got a great matchup for Urania at $4,000. They got Manny Margot and Coors at 39. You got Marvin Gonzalez versus Lance Lynn. Lefties hit Lynn very well. Houston's got a 4 or 5 total, third highest on the slate at the moment. Lefty's 353 off Lynn. Righty's 262. So Marvin Gonzalez at 3900 bucks. He's first base outfield eligible. He's been rather disappointing overall 5 4 2 7, three, 14, zero, 11 2 5. Not the best game logs, but the upside's there at 3900 if you want to go there. Guy like D. Gordon off to a hot, hot start this year. At 3800 bucks leading off for the M's against Jake Junis. So he's a guy to keep an eye on in that matchup with that price tag, especially. Mentioned Chris Owens, the D back's already at $38. Do like that? He's second base outfield eligible. Adam Jones, $3,700 versus Hap is in play. Jose Perella and Coors at 37 uh, Hunter Renfro and Coors at 36. Odubel Herrera at 36. But Jay Bruce, 3600 bucks versus Urania. Another left-handed Mets bat. Uh, coming off a decent game yesterday where he's got nine. His last three games, 9-8-27. Again, going up against Urania, he's taken deep a few times in his career. The farther down we look, uh, the Grandy Man versus Bundy at 34 could come into play. Tommy Pham at 34 versus Chasin is too cheap. I know we want lefties versus Chasim, but Fam still very, very good at $3,400. Mentioned uh, Jose Martinez earlier at uh, $3,400 as well in that matchup. Uh, a guy that I really like if he cracks the lineup for Philadelphia is Aaron Althair. A bunch of right-handed power there f- facing Cody Reed. So if Althair cracks the lineup at $3,400, could be a really good play. Mashes lefties. Uh, Cole Calhoun, we want lefties versus Fister if we could. He's $3,300, so some nice value down below here. Since you choose Garrett Richards, if you're fading Richards, choose a great one at 3,300 bucks. Good savings in there. I mentioned Trey Mancini earlier at 32. Don't hate that at all. Uh, Adam Duvall in that ballpark at 32 is intriguing versus Lively. Nomar Mazzara at 31 is intriguing versus Richards. If you're fading, a guy like Dexter Fowler leading off versus Chassey. Lefties versus Chassey. Fowler leading off. He's 3,100 bucks. Off to a slow start. But in the series against Milwaukee earlier this year, 13, 17, and five. Those are three game log totals. Could be in for another good one at thirty one hundred bucks. Definite value in that matchup. See if Billy Hamilton maybe gets a lucky start. He's thirty one hundred versus Lively, Preston Tucker three K versus Scherzer, Matt Adams three K. So there's some value gambles. Not sure things by any means, but gambles like a Jorge Soler versus the lefty Gonzalez at three K for some homer upside. Max Kepler at 3K versus Verlander. Derek Fisher at 3K versus Lind. So there's value down here. One I do like a lot is uh, Jesse Winker leading off for the Reds at 3K versus Lively. That's definite upside in that match. of all these 3K guys, Winker's probably one of the better options down here. Leading off on an offense that should put up some, some runs. Uh, we already mentioned their team total. Uh, the, 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 where is it? At four, lefty's 364, righty's 317 off Lively. Lively. So you can definitely get some nice looks there with Winker at $3,000. Don't hate that at all. Uh, see if Paulo Orlando cracks the lineup. He's not great, but he does hit lefties well in his career. For the Royals, he's off to a really, really rough start to start the season. Not even sugarcoating that. With $2,900 does bring a little bit of upside to the table if you really want to get weird with your lineups, like really weird with your lineups. Other than that, check the real lineups as you build your lineups and see what you got. So there you have it, QuickBooks in the books. Starting pitcher recap, Verlander, Scherzer, Syndergaard up top, Godly Bundy in the middle, Richards, Judas, Urania, Gonzalez down below. You're stacking that Angels-Rangers game. If you're not using Richards, you can look at Rangers, otherwise Angels definitely will play on that one. Coors is Coors. The Nats versus Taylor on like a lot. Left, he's 339, right, he's 336. Astros versus Lance Lynn, lefties at 353, so keep an eye on that one. Phillies versus Cody Reed, get those right handed bats in there against Reed, righties at 367 off of him. Uh, then you, got, you can look at the Orioles versus Hap, Mets versus Urania, Cardinals versus Chess lefties at 344, um, D backs versus Holland, righties at 403 off Derek Holland, the Reds versus Lively, lefties 364, righties 317. So there's definitely some, some guys you could look at in those matchups. Let's take a quick look at your BVP. Dexter Fowler, 3-for-6 with a double off Chassin. I mean, yeah. Uh, yadi Molina, 6-for-17 with a homer off Chassin as well. Uh, Pedro Alvarez, somehow 6-for-12 with two doubles and a homer off J-Hap. I'm not saying playing, but it's interesting. Caleb Joseph's taking him deep. Tim Beckham's taking him deep. Machado's taking him deep twice. Chris Davis twice. Adam Jones twice. So they had some success as a team hitting 271 off Hap. Uh, Bryce Harper, here's it is again, 18 for 39, hitting four sixty two with three doubles and eight home runs off of Julio Tejeron, eight freaking home runs. you got Trey Turner, six for 10 with a double off of Tejeron. Howie Kendrick, five for 13, two doubles, Some names to keep an eye on. Uh, Freddie Freeman, seven for 24, three doubles, two homers off of Mad Max. Preston Tucker took Max deep and in his one game against him. So a couple guys to keep an eye on there. Uh, as you go down some more, Jay Bruce, 4 for 13 with a double and two homers off Urania. He's a guy to look at. I mentioned how cheap Beltre was. He's 13 for 43 with two doubles and three home runs. A 302 average and a good sample for Scarrett Richards. Uh, Andrus is 12 for 44 with a double as well. Cole Calhoun, 3 for 8 with a homer off of Fister. Upton, 4 for 10 with a homer off of Fister. Pool also taken a deep also. Joe Maurer versus Justin Verlander hitting 325, 25 for 77, five doubles, four home runs if you feel like fading Verlander with Joe Mauer of all people. Whip Merrifield is taking Gonzalez deep in a small sample. Um, Arenado, 11 for 17, hitting six forty seven with two doubles, a triple, and a home off Clayton Richards. Kind of mentioned he's kind of a good play tonight. Uh, Chris Iannetta, six for 17, two doubles, two homers off of Richards. Story's taking him deep. Desmond's taken a deep twice. They're hitting three thirty seven as a team off of Clayton Richards. They own Clayton Richards. On the other side, the uh, Padres haven't done that good against uh, John Gray hitting two fifteen off of him. Hunter Pence, four for five with two homers off of Godley. And other than that, that's your BVP and that is your quick gets. Remember to check us out on Twitter at TheSportsDGens, TheSportsDGens.com. Come join the Sports DJ and Slack chat to, uh, to talk up baseball season long. DFS, we talk other sports as well. So whatever questions you have, hit us up. I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. I'll help where I can, when I can. Um, we got a new Always Pressing coming out tonight. We'll recap the Masters and preview the RBC Heritage for your PGA DFS needs. Recording a bench with Bubba tonight with Mike Warner from Friends of Fantasy Benefits. If you have any fantasy baseball questions, hit me up and let me know. Tons going on this week, as always. Uh, Interesting fight card over the weekend, Conor McGregor, D-Bag 101. But you don't care about that because you're listening to MLB DFS Quick Hits for your MLB DFS needs. Um, Ten games slate on tap, in the books, April 9th edition. I'm out.